Three, two, one. Welcome to Long Run Radio. Let's run. Hi, runners. Welcome to NYRR Coaching Lab Long Run Radio. I'm Coach Gordon. And I'm Coach Daphne. And I'm Coach Josh. We at Long Run Radio are your TCS New York City Marathon Long Run Companion. And as the marathon is just a few days away, we're at the end of our journey with you. Loved being with you for the past 20 weeks, discussing your training journey, giving you motivation, and of course, sharing our most favorite TCS New York City Marathon moments as coaches, as runners, and as huge fans of the historic race. And as we've done every week today, we will also check in with you every 15 minutes to make sure you're physically and mentally on track, whether or not you are doing a run since we are just days away from your marathon. All right. Hay's in the barn. Hay is in the barn. So today, for the very last time, we're going to join you for your run or whatever you're doing and help you get in the right mindset for race day. So let's go. And as always, we're going to begin with a self check-in. All right, let's get to it. So guys, whether you are running right now or not, just listening, you are ready. That's all we have to say. You are so ready for this. You have worked so hard for the past 20 weeks and we just couldn't, we're we're bursting with pride. We really are just so, so thrilled. So if you are running, just keep in mind, keep it very chill, very chill today. Short, easy, relaxing, just shake it out. And uh, you are, you're 100% ready for Sunday. So keep at it, and uh, race day will be here before you know it. So before we talk about how to get in the right headspace for race day, we want to look back. So Coach Daphne and Coach Josh, we're, we're yes. all three together here. <laughs> so we're right? yeah. back. Isn't that, isn't that cool? It's, it's yeah. really like the band coming back together. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So we, we haven't been together since week 20. Yeah. It's, it's that was pretty a long cool. time ago. It's pretty cool. So you guys are ready. And what we'd like to do in this first little segment here is uh, just talk to you guys a bit about how you should, how you know that you're ready, how you know that you did the work, mm. um, you know, just how you can think back on everything that you've done and harness that positive energy for race day. So I am going to kick it over to you, Coach Daphne. What you got? You you bet. Um, uh, Y'all have all heard me talk a great deal about uh, my my hero, and I hope by now yours, Eliud Kipchoge. Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm. Double Olympic champion, men's world world record holder in the marathon. He knows mm-hmm. a thing or two. Mm-hmm. You're not how to run a goat. <laughs> the goat, right? Mm-hmm. The goat, exactly. And uh, one of my most favorite lines of his is mm-hmm. uh, he likes to look back at his 
old school paper training logs um, in the days leading up to a big race and just look back at all the hard work he's done. And he says, I have written it. Mm. And what he means is not, um, not that he is overconfident or cocky. He never is. He's very humble, but mm-hmm. um, he knows that he's done the work and you know that you have done the work. Remember way back when running eight miles might as well have been like a billion miles. And right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Oh God, eight miles. And you like you practically sneeze eight miles these days. How many double digit runs have you written? Just cover your mouth when you sneeze. That's right. Yes. That's cover right. your mouth when these you days. Sneeze. And maybe get a COVID test, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but now you are so, so ready. You have written it and you are ready to pour all that fitness onto the streets of New York City on November seventh. And we can't wait to see it. Right, Coach Josh? Yeah. Um, That's great. I love that. Um, Yeah, that's a really cool way to look back to just uh – and, and you can actually look at your, your training logs, you know, whether you keep mm-hmm. them on paper or you use an app like Strava or however, however you keep track. It's so great as we're in these final days before the race to actually look over what you've done and yet yeah, and to remember the runs to kind of relive them and, and remember, you know, the first time you hit double digits, maybe, you know, the first time you did a run of 10 miles or longer. Um, you know, the first time you ran over two hours and, and just, you know, really be so proud of the journey that you've been on, you know, the, the journey that you're going to take on Sunday is, um, what you've, what you've been building toward, but you've really been on a journey these past 20 weeks as well. So mm-hmm. looking back on that is, it can be really, really satisfying. And, and I, I love this suggestion and I use this myself and I, I like to, think that, or, or I suggest that, especially if maybe you haven't keep it kept like, you know, a great journal, um, and maybe the runs have kind of blurred together. If you can even just find one run that you feel great about. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think if you start to get into the, like, well, I need to, well, one's not good enough. I need like five, you know, probably right. Like the, it's a marathon and you can't just have one good workout. And then you start looking and looking and you're, and you're like, you're not sure you have enough great runs. Like, don't go down that road. You just need one. Um, and you've all had one. You've all had one workout that you felt good about. And it, maybe it was an easy run. And it, you're just like, this was so easy. And I just felt great. And it was more miles than I you know, would have thought would have been easy before the training plan started. Just like Coach Daphne said, like, that's fine. Just one. That's all you need. Yeah, that's, that's really true, Coach Josh. And, uh, you know, I've heard you talk before about how when, when you look back on your training, even if it hasn't gone perfectly, you should feel like you have no regrets. What mm. about that? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, now we're days away from the marathon, not the time for regrets. That if, if, you, if you need to go down that road after the marathon, leave all your regrets for, for later or, or just leave them behind. Um, they're not going to help you. What will help you is remembering that the training that you did is exactly the training that you needed to do and that you were able to do. 
Um, so you had a training plan, you know, that was, that, that was on paper or was on your phone. And that was just a suggestion. It was a, it was a, a guideline or it was a, uh, it was a suggestion of like, here's some training that might help you. And no one does their training exactly as it's written. We change things all the time because life gets in the way because that's how training works. It's, it's evolving. And so now is the time to, to just remember your training as it happened, because that's exactly how it needed to happen for you right now for this race this year. Absolutely. And, uh, our, our old friend, uh, our old friend, Dina Castor, American mm-hmm. record holder yes. in the women's yes. marathon. Um, one of we, her great friends, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we, do. we do. We got friends yeah. in high places. We um, do. One of, uh, one of her pearls of wisdom, um, from her, uh, book, let your mind run, which I cannot say enough good things about, um, is that no two training cycles are alike. And that's Mm -hmm. actually kind of the beauty of this whole thing. Um, if you are, um, about to run your first marathon, you're just getting a taste of it. If you are about to run your 10th marathon, you know, very well, none of those training cycles have been alike. And, um, all you can do is give everything that you have on November 7th. And we know you're going to do that. You're so ready to. Oh yeah. 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 That's, that's so true. It's they're, they're never alike. And Dina's book really, really illustrates that, you know, how mm-hmm. her buildups varied widely from, uh, you know, year to year. Um, the one that's the most memorable to me is she had a buildup for Chicago. I think it was 2005 or it might've been a later year. I may be misremembering, but a lot of things went wrong. She almost decided, you know, not to do it. And her husband actually talked her into it, Andrew Castor. And he said, you know, I thought you were the runner who, you know, always is trying to put a positive spin on things, mm-hmm. you know, tells people to, you know, just take the, the day you're given, take the training cycle that you end up with and make the best of it. You know, so why is that runner talking about like not showing up on race day? And that, that, you know, she made it, it he reflected what she had actually said back to her. And uh, she went out there and, of course, won the race. <laughs> and it was a tough, tough day. And, you know, it wasn't like a pretty win. It wasn't, you know, not everything went well during the race as well. But uh, she just took the cycle that she had ended up with, just like you said, no regrets. You know, this is where I've been. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm bringing on the day. And uh, she executed really, really well. And, uh you know, but it was that mindset that that shifting yeah. her mind from, um, and this is just like how her book is so powerful, as you said, Coach Daphne, from you know, sort of a pity party to okay, this is what I have. I'm not going to regret it, or you know, second guess it, or you know, fill my head with shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I'm just going to go out and execute as best I can. Um, and there's it's just such a beauty in that and just, you know, a real kind of magic, although there's nothing magic about it. It's just it's just doing it. Yeah. And I believe that uh, that anecdote is also um, the training cycle where she was injured a lot and she did most yeah. of her training on 
like a hydro treadmill in a pool. Yeah. Uh, As well. Wow. And then she went out and won. So, yeah. Yeah. And she almost talked herself out of competing at all. Right. Yeah. Right. She almost didn't give herself that opportunity. Yeah. As I look back, what I love to do, and it's, it's so corny, but I, I do like to look at my social media posts that I've done, you know, throughout my training cycle. I'm not a huge social media person, but I'll post when I have, when I finish a long run, you know, and, and it, it's not always, you know, the long runs don't all go perfectly. Um, but I just, I just put them up there, you know, as kind of milestones and almost like literally milestones in, in my training. It's like, okay, I got to this point. I did this. I did it with this person. This is what the weather was like. Here's a few pictures. And I'm, you know, really grateful for, for getting to this point in my, in my training and on to the next week, on to the next long run. So it's, it's really satisfying to look back on that before, before I actually do the race and to realize as we've been talking about, that we've been on a journey and it's, you know, like any journey, it's full of surprises. It's full of um, twists and turns. It's full of good moments and bad moments. And, um, but, you know, for better or worse, it's brought me to this moment of, uh, you know, being just days away from, from the big, uh, the big race. And um, here we go, you know, and it's so exciting. Yeah, it is. It like almost gives me goosebumps to to just talk about it. Oh, um, a million percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and, and not that it doesn't matter what happens on race day. Of course it matters. It matters. It matters a lot. But it's like, you know, nothing can take this journey that you've been on away from you guys um, who are about to run on uh, just days from now on Sunday. And, uh, you know, so just be really, really proud, really satisfied and, um, you know, use use it as a springboard for Sunday. But uh I think when you look back, you'll remember the race for sure, but you'll also remember the training. So it's just really nice to kind of take stock um, and feel, you know, wow, I did this. You know, no matter what happens on Sunday, I did this. And this was hard and scary sometimes. And, um, you know, I learned a lot and it was a journey. And here I am. Yeah. And, you know, I... I kind of, uh, in that vein, I also like to, uh, to think of the race itself as kind of a victory lap. Like Mm. I, I did all this work and this is where I, I get to pour it all onto the street in front of millions of cheering spectators and show everyone what I can do. Wow. And it's, it's such fun to do that. Yeah. I mean, and I'm, I say this as someone who is, um, you know, not remotely close to breaking the tape. <laughs> right, right. Yes. No, yeah. there's no better city to, uh, take a victory lap than, than the five boroughs mm-hmm. of New York. Yeah. All those fans. Here, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, just to get back to Dina for one minute, cause we all love her so much. That's, yes. that's almost like. I remember when I was reading that part of the book, I actually, as I was reading it the first time, because I've read it a zillion times now, I couldn't remember how that race turned out. And it almost like didn't matter. Like I would have had the same Hmm. feelings about her experience and learned the same sort of things, even if she hadn't won the race or, you know, hadn't had a good day. Um, And like I said, she didn't have a perfect day. She did win, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, 
you know, a dream race. Um, but you know what I mean? Like she, you yeah. know, it was, she really like having had that mind shift from like, poor me, poor me, all these things went wrong to, nope, things went wrong, but here I am. Let's go. Um, that was, that was sort of the, the moral of the story or, or what, what, what seemed most important to me from that particular part of the book. Right. Don't, yeah, don't wait sure. for the perfect feeling. Yeah. Don't wait for it to feel perfect before giving yourself the chance to, to do it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So look at that. We just hit the 15 minute mark. Wow. Time for our first self check-in. I hope that you are by now feeling all of that fitness that you have worked so hard over the past 20 weeks to build. I hope that it's starting to kick in. Remember that now is not the time to pour it out. That happens on November 7th and it can feel really difficult when you're really, really fit. You feel kind of frisky, like, let me at him, let's do it. Um, so in, uh, in these final uh, taper runs or your shakeout, whatever you're doing today, um, be proud of all the hard work you've done. You have really accomplished something huge. Um, and this is a good time to practice running tall. So if I'm having a great day, I think of Coach Gordon who said this um, in an earlier episode, I often feel like my legs are just kind of cruising along and from the waist up, like I'm just out for a nice ride, enjoying the scenery. And uh, that can start to happen if you relax your neck and your shoulders and you look around you and you've had your bananas um, and you're breathing easy. So keep it up. You got this. You're close to the starting line. You can practically take it taste it so All let's right. get delicious let's get back to it yeah taste yeah, the bananas do it. all right so with all three of us here today what we want to do now we're going to shake shake up our format a little bit but so we what we want to do in these next segments here is just share with you some coaching thoughts and good vibes for each part of the race. So I am going to kick it off here talking about uh, good vibes and positive thoughts for the start and the first 10 miles. The start. Oh my gosh. If you guys are first timers and have not experienced the start of the TCS New York City Marathon, you are ready for something really, really exciting. And if you have done it, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's spectacular. There is no other word for it. Uh, you start uh, in Staten Island. That's hence the five borough marathon. That's the first borough of the day. And that's where you, um, you congregate. It's you, we have our start villages there, three of them, orange, blue, and green. Um, and that's not changing this year. We um, are have we have the same footprint as as we like to say in um, race production land. Uh, we're using the same space in Fort Wadsworth, and that's part of the National Park Service. So it's kind of cool. And uh, you can, you know, no matter how you get there, um, you will have some time to spend, like chilling out, getting ready, getting yourself sorted, um, and you know, just 
as much as you can in that, that time that you have from when you get off the ferry or the bus or however you're getting there till when you go and line up in the corrals and start your race. You just want to be really relaxed. And we have, we talked about this a bit. This is actually part of your race strategy is not stressing out before the actual uh, start of the race. When you actually start running easier said than done, but um, we, we do everything at New York Roadrunners that we can to help you have a really relaxing um, and comfortable experience in your, in your lead up. Um, there'll be a few changes this year because of the pandemic and, and uh, health and safety protocols. You will have to keep your mask on, even though you're outdoors, because you're going to be in close proximity to other people. So keep that mask with you and keep it on uh, in, the, in the start villages as you line up in your start corrals and even until you cross the start line. Um, we're just asking everyone to comply with that re- request uh, out of out of courtesy for those around you and to protect health and safety. Um, we are expecting a, a nice, robust field this year. It won't be the fifty thousand plus that we've had in the past, but there will be will be in plenty of company. We're using all three starts as we have in the past, the blue, orange, and green. So some of you will be starting on the top level of the bridge and some of you will be starting on the bottom level of the bridge. And you will have tons of volunteers, as always, and staff and people to answer your questions and people smiling and cheering for you, Mm -hmm. um, treating you like the rock stars that you are as you get ready to um, start your race. And as you know, as, as we talked about, you ha- will have five wave starts. So you should uh, have your start assignment. You should have that in your confirmation form, which uh, became available last week or several weeks ago. Um, and you should, uh, you know, have everything sorted out from the night before and have your bib and have your outfit. So really, the fun part is just moments away and uh you will be escorted to the to the start corrals by uh, by volunteers who will be guiding you along the way. And once you're in your corrals, it's really just moments until that cannon booms and you start the race. And I think, as Coach Josh talked about last week or a couple weeks ago, the key here is just being you know as calm and um, excited, excited for sure, but not so excited that you bubble over with excitement and, uh, you know, just keeping, um, keeping your mindset, you know, just really happy, but not, not so excited that you, uh, make the mistake of going out too fast. So that's what you want to kind of keep in mind throughout those first 10 miles. And remember the first two miles of the race, as we've talked about in some detail are a big uphill followed by a big downhill. Um, and you'll be so giddy with excitement, you might not even notice that you're going too fast or pushing mm-hmm. too hard. So just try to be aware of that. Um, yep. You know, if you see someone running fast, slow down and let that person go. Um, if you see you someone pass them in the Bronx, <laughs> that's right. Even if you see someone going, you know, kind of like at a moderate pace, let them go. You know, you should you should be running slowly at this point. You should. 
keep that smile on your face, you know, keep your breathing really, really nice and even and uh, not huffing and puffing. Um, Enjoy it. I mean, enjoy the views, enjoy the people around you, enjoy that feeling of like we talked about a few minutes ago, you know, you've been on this journey and wow, here you are. It is race day. I have such great memories for of the early miles of the of the TCS New York City Marathon because you know it it really is just so satisfying to be to be starting the race at last and to feel the excitement to see those beautiful views of New York City and then to actually hit the streets of the city in Brooklyn um, which is where and let's all not of forget Frank Sinatra huh? oh my yes let's and not let's forget, not forget well, old Blue Eyes Frank oh, Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's some things never change. And that's one that uh, I can't foresee changing ever, but certainly not this year. You will have Frank Sinatra singing New York, New York as you as you pass the start line and go on your merry way. And uh, yeah, our race director, Ted Metellus, will give you a big a big send off. And that's right. uh, it, it really is very, very exciting and very, very spectacular. I think coach Gordon, something you said about taking in the sites, enjoying Mm -hmm. the, the sites of the beginning is, is such a good way to slow down because, um, if you're already in like super focused pace mode, you know, you might be like, uh, tuning out some of those things and you, you very likely will Mm -hmm. end up going too fast. So, um, I would say two things. One, just like coach Gordon said, take in all the sights and the crowds, you know, smile back at people. The second thing is, um, you may find yourself in some traffic, especially early, um, you know, maybe on the bridge or just after the bridge. And I would encourage you not to, um, what we call, or what is called Jack rabbit. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you're dodging people. You're trying to like, get out of my way, you know? Um, oh, isn't, that's the worst, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it burns, it burns energy. Um, yeah, so, so you end up running more than 26.2 miles. Also, also true. So embrace those crowds. Thank them. Be like, thank you for slowing me down in these mm-hmm. early miles. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you'll stay relaxed and you'll stay nice and slow. Oh, I love it. That's such a great idea. Coach Josh. That's yeah, you need to you need to be firm with yourself, and uh, yeah, you know, and the, and those are nice, gentle ways to do it. Smile, look around you, thank people, and uh, you know, really, really savor those miles. They're they're not meant to just you know rush through, and you know, oh, I can't wait to get to the you know the cool parts because it actually is very cool. I mean, you go through so many different neighborhoods in the first ten miles. Um, and Brooklyn really comes out. It really, really, uh, you it know, does. this race and they've been waiting two years. I think it's 734 days to be exact. They've been waiting. So Ooh, don't, wow. uh, don't disappoint them. <laughs> Not that anyone's counting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and the first 10 miles are super flat too. Um, there's mm-hmm. little holes here and there. Not too many turns. You know, a lot of it is on 4th Avenue. And then you do make a turn at uh, uh, Brooklyn Academy of Music onto Lafayette Avenue. But it's not like a 90-degree turn. 
Um, and then, you know, the next few miles are through slightly narrower streets, but you still, you'll have plenty of, of room to, you know, stretch out, be, uh, uh, be the star that you are and lots and lots of support all along the way. So enjoy those first 10 miles. That's, that's really what I have to say, you know, just, um, sometimes when I'm trying to like be really in the moment and I'm having trouble doing that what I'll do to kind of trick myself into being in the moment is think, well, how will I be looking back on this? You know, when I look back on race day at the end of the day, you know, maybe a week from now, a month from now, even three or four months from now, a year from now, and you want to just make good memories. You know, sometimes when I just sort of tell myself, be in the moment, be in the moment, and I, I can't do it, you know, because my mind is sort of so excited about what's ahead. Um, I just say, okay, you know, how do you want to look back on these moments that you're experiencing right now? And usually that kind of focuses me and centers me and um, makes me feel really happy. So, well, that's a great idea. Great yeah, tip. Yeah, it works for me. It is. It's hard because it's hard to just, you know, say, be in the moment. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. You know, I would if I could, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, yeah. So true. But it so is true. really important because, um, you know, you're going to go through good patches and bad patches in the marathon and um, mm-hmm. enjoy the good ones. Yeah. Because they're, they're pretty great when they happen. And oh, they, um, they do inevitably end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like the first 10 miles of New York? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I, yeah. my memories of them are of running too fast and really, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Likewise. Str- struggling to slow down. Right. Um, probably not but, feeling like you're running too fast, but mm, exactly. Whoops, whoops. Exactly. Whoops, but, uh, um, no, that's my, that's my, one of my huge, huge goals. Probably my biggest goal for, for this year is, mm-hmm. uh, running, um, slower than my goal pace for the first, um, but for the first 10 miles, really. Yeah, absolutely. Super important. And, um, you know, it seems, it seems so counterintuitive, especially, um, to someone who's just starting out, like, why are you telling me to slow down? This is a race. It's a race. Come on. (laughs) Um, but we promise you, you will, um, you will be so, so much happier by the time you get to the Bronx. Yes. yes. Yeah. Trust it us. Off. It's money Trust us. Bank. Yeah. And, and you really want to feel good in the Bronx. You want to feel good as you come back over the Madison Avenue bridge and then feel like, oh, all right. Okay. I got this. And not like, oh God, five more miles. It might as well mm-hmm. be from here to Pittsburgh. <laughs> We will talk more about the final miles. Um, Right now it is time for a 30-minute check-in. We can't say it enough. We're we're so proud of you and everything you've accomplished. But most importantly, we hope that you are proud of yourself. And I, I am confident that you are because getting to this point, being days away from the marathon, is an incredible, incredible achievement no matter how you got there. And what I want to contribute um, with this check-in is let it be easy right now, from this moment all the way until the marathon. Choose anything 
whatever it is that helps you take it easy. Anything that feels like work, stress, struggle, try to let it roll off of you. Leave it. You can you can come back to it after the marathon. But choose easy right now. Um, try as much as you can to 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 choose easy. And um, one tried and true technique is when in doubt, breathe. Focus on your breathing. Um, and uh, you can you can it's a it's a great strategy to use um, in the days leading up to the marathon um, to help you stay nice and calm and feel fresh for race day. So with that, um, I hope that you can ride this uh, wave of easy feeling all the way up to the starting line. So proud of you. Have a great race. Uh, all right. That's, that's a great sentiment, Coach Josh. Thank oh, you thank for that. you. Yeah, love that. Be easy. Do easy. Be easy. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. And so that's your mantra for the first 10 miles. Um, so now we're uh, we're going to dive on into the middle miles, which will take you um, from Brooklyn to Queens and over the Queensboro Bridge to Manhattan. And, um, you know, right there, you've, you're covering four of the five boroughs. That's a huge achievement all on its own. That's right. Amazing. Um, if you are a New Yorker, you have probably been stuck in traffic for longer than it will take you to run all those miles on November 7th. Um, and uh, you will definitely be moving faster than an MTA bus. If you're coming from out of town to run the race, we are so, so glad to have you. New York has missed you. Um, and you will be treated to a high-octane cardio tour of a whole lot of parts of the city that most visitors never, ever go to. Um, so Coach Gordon touched on uh, getting uh, along 4th Avenue to uh, in Brooklyn to Fort Greene, and that's um, what we call Brownstone, Brooklyn, and you will see why it's, um, it looks like the set of Sesame Street, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it does. It's uh, really, really pretty, quaint, charming houses, yeah. and literally all of them are having parties out on their stoop. <laughs> it is such a fun vibe. It's a scene. Um, it's a scene. It's a scene. Um, you will pass a high school where the marching band plays the Rocky theme song all day. It's incredible. And right. I mean, you think you're doing something hard running a marathon. Imagine right? like, playing, <laughs> playing, the, playing the trombone all day. I can't, can't even begin. Day. Or My the tuba. Just thinking. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, you will cruise through super hip uh, Williamsburg um, and also through a uh, very Orthodox Jewish neighborhood of the city. You're seeing like all of the melting pot of New York City, which I love. Um, you get um, a little taste of New York City glamour 
When you get into Queens, you pass um, Silver Cup Studios on your way up, 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 um, the Queensboro Bridge, and then mercifully back down. Um, and then you hit uh, you hit the raucous crowds on First Avenue, and that is so so much fun. And um, it is uh, you know actually let's let's talk spectating strategies here because there are um, recently um, recent changes to public transit in New York that have made it even easier. Um, if you, uh, for instance, take the magical Q train. Yes, so true. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that. That's that's come along uh, in relatively recent history. And it's, it's really magical history. on race day. Oh, absolutely. So if you go to the end of the Q train um, at 96th Street, um, not that I am partisan or anything, but that's that's my stop. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are a block from First Avenue, and that stretch of First Avenue from the high 90s, um, pretty much the whole way until the Willis Avenue Bridge, um, you go through Spanish Harlem, and there is not only fun crowd support, um, but there's also a little more room on the sidewalk than there often is. Um, True immediately like in the sixties. Yeah. Um, and while you intrepid runner, um, go over the Willis Avenue bridge and run a couple of miles in the Bronx, your cheerleaders can take a leisurely stroll. It's not even a mile. It's, um, it's not really a, a super taxing thing from, if you stay on the west side of First Avenue, you can get to the east side of Fifth Avenue and they can see you again. Mm-hmm. And if they were feeling especially audacious, they could even spy you in Brooklyn off the Q train. This um, is true. Yes. And make yes. their way up to Manhattan. subway travelers have done this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on, uh, on November 7th, Q yeah. is for Marathon. <laughs> you gotta do this for a living, Gaffney. That's great. These that you come up with these like jingles, you know. I'm telling you, the, the folks in Mad Men have nothing on you. Mm. <laughs> it was for marathon. That's that's golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I love about the middle miles of the course, as you've been describing them, is just how how varied they are. Like how much mm-hmm. ground you cover, and how many mm-hmm. different neighborhoods you go through, and how many boroughs you go through. You know, you go through, you go in from four, it's four boroughs in yeah. ten miles. That's pretty cool. You go from Brooklyn to Queens to Manhattan to the Bronx. That is mm-hmm. really freaking awesome. It's a journey, like we've it been talking about. It's quite a journey. About. Yeah. And it's it's just so beautiful. I mean, I'm biased, obviously. I love New York City, but it's it's pretty pretty nice those those middle miles. And again, as as we've been talking about, just stay calm, stay happy, stay focused, do your job, um, soak it up. You know, let let the let the views slow you down a little bit. You're not like racing 
at this point. You're just, you're, you're getting through those miles and really like enjoying the experience. So it's, and it's, it's not hard to do in uh, the beautiful city that we call home. It is, right. uh, that is, that is absolutely true. And uh, as you make your way um, over the Willis Avenue bridge into the Bronx, um, you are, uh, you are getting to the boogie down Bronx, mm-hmm. um, home of TCS New York City Marathon director Ted Metellus. He's a Bronx That's native. True. Yes. He is. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And birthplace of New York Roadrunners. Birthplace yep. of New York Roadrunners, exactly. Right. McCombs Dam. And, yeah. That's um, it. yeah, McCombs Dam and um, Van Cortland Park, which is nowhere close to the marathon course, but <laughs> the Bronx is. Um, it, it doesn't get enough love. I don't think in no. uh, the international right. running community, there's, it is a hotbed of speed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, in addition to letting the crowd slow you down, uh, you know, again, cause we want to stay in control. Um, let the bridges slow you down. We're, we're, you're, you're, you're not going to beat the bridges in a race and, and, um, and you're not going to win uh, your marathon going fast up the bridges. Um, but you're going to be doing yourself a huge favor by taking the bridges, uh, going up, taking it easy, going back to the same theme, take it easy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gravity does not take rest days. (laughs) There you go again. (laughs) Gravity does not right. take rest days. It is so that's true, right. though. That's right. It's so true. And most of the time, that's really a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. We'd be in a little trouble if yeah. gravity took rest days. <laughs> but uh, it uh, is a good strategy to think about um, for, you know, things things that may seem right now like big, scary heel, hills like uh, the Queensboro Bridge is just know going into it that you're going to give some time back and that's totally, totally fine. Um, what goes up must come down eventually. Mm -hmm. And if you are running smart, you can claw back some of those seconds when, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you take advantage, if you take advantage of the downhill a little bit, a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, and then really, at the very end of the race, but I'm getting ahead of things. <laughs> yes. But, but even that downhill, I think you can more than make up any, you know, any seconds that you slowed down uphill. I mean, it, it, it feels, I've had that experience of being on the Queensboro and feeling like, you know, like, Oh, I, I can run Hills. I'm good at running Hills. Like I can, I can, I can go up this at pretty good pace and it's not worth it. It is not like it's, we're talking seconds um, of, of difference in your time, but more than that in, in what it costs you energy wise. So, um, if you can, there's, there's a lot to think of. Um, but if you can remember, oh no, I'm not going to race up this hill because I'm going to make it more than make it up on the downhill. Uh, you'll be in a good place. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Mm-hmm. Really, really, Coach Gordon, really you advice. have run really wisdom. How yeah. many New Yorks have you run? You've run a lot of them. Me? Yeah, I've run New York seven times. And, All right, uh, so started, yeah, they, you're it's, very it's familiar. Lot. I am very familiar. Yes, yes. 
traveling in 2018, which was a great year. We had great weather and just mm-hmm. this glorious sunshine, just the right temperature. And yeah, you know, it felt like the whole city was out there cheering. Um, so much happened in those middle miles, you know, like I was saying, the, the journey, you really just got the sense of like, you know, traveling from one borough to another over all those bridges, the Pulaski, the Queensboro, uh, the Willis Avenue into the Bronx. And then I know I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but yeah, there's just <laughs> one more bridge. And um, yeah, you know, and seeing people I knew all along the way was really spectacular and special as well. Um, it is hard in those miles to, again, you know, just contain yourself and slow it down, you know, know that the the hard miles are coming, that the miles that, you know, no matter how hard you've trained are just going to be super hard, super satisfying. And, and you know, um, those miles you look back on and you just say, like, wow, you know, I just felt so alive in those moments. But uh, yeah, you know, knowing that even, even as you approach the sort of the end of the middle miles, as you... Uh, go on up First Avenue and get ready to go into the Bronx um, and know that, you know, the, the final part of the race is coming. Um, you want to, you know, just just chill, just, you know, keep smiling and uh, keep keep controlling yourself, you know, keep keep managing your effort, keep, uh, you know, your fueling strategy going, your hydration strategy um, and just, you know, keep enjoying it. Keep really embracing the whole experience. That is, uh, that's solid advice right there. Yeah. So, wow. Are we at the 45 minute mark? Yes, we sure are. are. Oh my gosh. So you guys, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Uh, you know, this should be a nice, light, easy run. So maybe, maybe you're done. Maybe you, uh, listened a little bit. Um, in, you know, a non-running position and now you're out running, it should be super easy, super light. Just turn up the corners of your mouth wherever you are and whatever you're doing. <laughs> Give a big smile and, um, you know, feel feel all the, the motivation that we're sending you and all the motivation that you have and send out some motivation to the world, to the other runners that, you know, are listening to this uh, long run radio final episode and just, just really, um, you know, not like giddy with excitement for Sunday. You know, you want to, you don't want to kind of, uh, you know, spend all that excitement now, um, save it for race day, but just Mm -hmm. really like feel those good vibes. Like we've been saying. And really, you guys have got this. Oh my gosh, have you got this? You have really just conquered this journey and um, taken, learned so much, you know, become so much stronger, become so much wiser, learned a lot about how your body responds to the stresses of exercise, what you need to fuel, what you need to hydrate, what you need to wear. You're like so ready and we are, we are just really, really excited for you. Keep it up. 100%. Love that. Yeah. So that is bringing us to the final 10K, the best part of the race. The best part. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So I will, I will give you, I will continue this tour that we're taking um, all the way to the finish line. Um, But my, my, the theme I want to um, impart to you all 
is um, look forward to the final 10K. Um, that is that is my goal, um, and that's what I I think um, is can help frame uh, the 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 strategy. Um, and of course, it refers back to everything we've been talking about, about taking it easy at the beginning. Um, because if you've been listening for these, uh, you know, 20 weeks or any part of, mm-hmm. of, uh, the long run radio, um, episodes, you know, we've talked about how hard the end of the race can be. Um, you've heard us talk about, uh, some little one mile hill on fifth Avenue that, uh, we will revisit again today and the hills of Central Park. And, and you, you've heard us talk about that it can be a struggle. But what you can do right now in these final days before the marathon is picture these final 10K, uh, 10 kilometers, 6.2 miles going exactly the way that you want them to go. Um, that's what this time is for right now. It's, it's for picturing exactly what you want. Um, so let me, let me give you a little bit of a tour. We're, we're here in the South Bronx, uh, mile 20, and we've crossed the Willis Avenue bridge. And then we've got the Madison Avenue bridge, um, which I think has been re sort of redone since, uh, the marathon last, um, passed through there. Um, and so you've got a nice um, exit ramp onto Fifth Avenue. And that Fifth Avenue is going to take you all the way into Central Park with a little jog around Marcus Garvey Park at uh, 124th Street, uh, mile 22. Um, you've got uh, my personal favorite uh, cheer station right there. Um, great crowd support all the way Um down into Central Park. Um, you've got a, a 20 block, one mile uphill along Fifth Avenue. Um, and that's taking Sorry right about that. To, <laughs> yeah. Yes. We wish we right. could flatten it out after all these years and all these runners yeah. running along it. Like, why hasn't it gotten any flatter? I know. I know. We should measure it. Maybe it has. You know, you never Maybe know. it has. <laughs> um, and all then right. you've, got, you've got the Fred LeBeau statue. To welcome you into uh, Central Park. Um, um, hang on a second, Coach Josh. You don't actually. You're right. Because he actually. gets picked up and moved. He's waiting for you on the finish line. He's That's waiting true. at the finish line. It's a once Very a year true. thing. Yeah, it's his annual vacation to the cool. West Side. I love that is, it. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That for, statue is so cool. And it's, it's there 360, I think they move him like on Friday or so. So you can, you know, you can visit him in a little advance of the, of the actual day, but definitely on race day, he is uh, down at, uh, down at the finish line waiting for you, still looking at his watch, which is oh, that's great. The, the classic Fred Lebo pose, you know, always uh, checking accuracy and, and always, <laughs> always thinking runner first, runner focused. And uh, yeah, 
it's 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 a cool thing but coming into the park at that uh, engineer's gate is just like the hairs on my neck are go are raising up right now because it's just so <laughs> special you know mm-hmm. you're close you can't really start your finishing kit quite yet but you know yeah. you're getting close and it's uh it's it's hard it's super hard at that point but mm-hmm. uh, you're you are in the park and uh you know you can kind of start to smell the finish line absolutely Absolutely. And you know what's so fun to me about that stretch is all three of us, we have run, um, I estimate in my lifetime, I have run the equivalent of circling the globe in Central Park. <laughs> mm-hmm. Coach Gordon, I bet you're like at work on to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> it's my moon so, spot. Yeah. Like I've run a lot of times right. in Central Park and it really feels like when I get there, like, oh, I'm home. I'm home. Mm. I love that. Yeah. And and if you're, I mean, the whole world is familiar with Central Park. And if you don't run in Central Park every day, um, I, I still- You're in for I, a treat. You're in you for are. A treat. And I think it's still this, like, you know, you've landed back at, at, where you're going to finish. You're not quite there yet, but you, you're in, you're in proximity. Um, and that's really exciting. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned what, uh, some of the things to look forward to because, um, for these next few days before the marathon, I want you to just focus on all that you have to look forward to in the final 10 K. You have got incredible crowd support. Um, just like we talked about in the beginning of the marathon, looking at the faces to slow you down a little bit and stay in control of your pace. Well, now look at those faces cheering you on, smile back at them. This is your power boost. Right. This is going to help you stand a little bit taller and and remember that you still have a few more miles to go and you can do it. You, you are so close and you, you are in the process of, of accomplishing an amazing thing. So appreciate the crowds, let them power you up. You've got beautiful miles in central park. You've got some great rolling Hills, right? We talked about the uphills. We talked Mm -hmm. about those great downhills that you can take advantage of. Um, cat Hill, get to go down cat Cat hill. Hill. That's right. And, um, we talked, uh, coach Gordon and I talked, uh, in a recent episode about like, what if you're feeling really great when you get to central park, if you're feeling great, step on it, Absolutely. empty the tank. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I think that's true. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about holding back at this point or, you know, saving it for later. It's, it's go time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, since we're talking about visualization and, and, and picturing the final 10K going exactly how you want, of course, that brings us back to the beginning of the race. That, that brings us back to our entire strategy, which is start easy. Um, and, and hopefully what will help you really accomplish that easy start um, and, and, and hopefully also easy middle miles mm-hmm. is the anticipation and the the excitement about having a final 10k that you can feel great about yeah and feel great doing um no, it gives me chills a 10k that you <laughs> feel great about and feel great doing i love it 
Yeah. And I think I, I mean, I've, uh, you know, the toughest miles for me running New York, both times were the final miles. Yeah. Um, and so, so sometimes when I, when I think about those final miles, I kind of tighten up and I think like, Ooh, that's, am I, am I ready for that kind of those, mm-hmm. those, that struggle, that suffering. Um, but, but I really think that, um, you know, what's, what's going to help all of us right now, all of us preparing for this, for the, for the race is to think about the other side, not just preparing for potential struggle, but, um, but really doing all that we can to set ourselves up for success so that we can, we can get into that final 10 K and feel like we can start to kick it up and empty the tank and give it what we, uh, all that we have. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had that experience so many times, especially in New York, um, where the, you know, the emotions are just so strong in those last, uh, last 10 K and especially the last few miles. And you're at the same time, you're thinking to yourself, you know, you're still strategizing. You're still like, you know, trying to problem solve and everything. And this little voice just goes, go, 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 (laughs) you know, (laughs) what, this is it. This is, this is the moment that you've trained for. And, you know, in particular that you, uh, you know, everything that you've done over the past uh, 20 weeks is, uh, you know, brought, brought you to this moment, really, you know, it's no Mm -hmm. exaggeration to say, um, all the miles, all the workouts, all the long runs, you know, all the, the things you've learned about your body, you know, how to fuel it, how to hydrate, how to, uh, how to, and, and things you've learned about your mind, you know, how to, how to motivate yourself to keep going when you're really tired, um, how to pace yourself, you know, it's all coming down to, to these last few miles. So just go, just, you know, it's all about your effort at this point. And there's something very pure about that and very, uh, very gratifying. And, you know, it's gratifying no matter what kind of a race you're having, you know, whether you're having a dream race where you're going to run a, a personal best, um, mm-hmm. feel really, really good, you know, even in those final miles or whether you're, you've been struggling, you know, whether you've had issues of one sort or another, um, you know, stomach issues, injury issues, um, just fatigue issues, cramping issues, you know, it's, it's still just really, really gratifying to be in those final miles and giving it everything you have. And I think that, uh, you know, all of, uh, all of the training you've done, Mm -hmm. um, we have talked about, we've talked a lot about fueling and hydration and um, how to avoid uh, the hitting the dreaded wall <laughs> and um, how it is, um, you know, it's, uh, it's not a question really of mind over matter, mm-hmm. um, hitting the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, but when, when you've done it right and you get into Central Park and um, you feel fantastic. Um, that's where the mind over matter thing kicks in. Cause even if you're feeling fantastic in the last 5k of a marathon, you're going to be really, really, really tired. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is, uh, that is where the head game can kick in. And, um, when you, uh, when you feel it and you're able to actually find another gear and pick it up and pour it all on. Oh my God. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It's a good feeling. It's, it's incredible feeling, like you say. And again, you know, no matter what kind of a a day you're having, it's, 
that that feeling of just reaching so deep within yourself to, you know, overcome um, the the body trying to trying to <laughs> trying to get you to stop and just saying the mind, you know, come on, the mind is is stronger than uh, you know can 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 will the body to overcome and accomplish incredible things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, and, until you've had the experience, it's hard to describe. It sounds a little bit cliche ridden, but there really is uh, such a power, such a power to it. And you guys are going to have and that that's experience. why we keep coming back and we're it so excited. Is, right? You get to do it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's such a privilege. It really is. It's so yeah. special. And we're, we're really lucky. And, we just feel really lucky that we've we've been able to share it with you guys and we've been on this journey with you and that we're going to get to cheer you on on Sunday. We can't wait. So exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. yeah. Hard to put into words. So here we are, guys. We are approaching the 60-minute mark of your run. Wow. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, I can't believe it. 60 minutes and, uh, you know, our, our final one. If you have just finished up, congratulations. All the hay is in the barn. And if you still have a few more minutes to go, uh, good luck. You've got this. Take it easy. The big day is Sunday the 7th. And this is where we leave you all, runners, You're ready. You can do this. Good luck on Sunday, November 7th. I am Coach Josh. And I'm Coach Daphne. And I know you don't need luck because you've done the work. And I'm Coach Gordon. I'll say it anyway. Good luck. We can't wait to see you guys at the finish line. Mm -hmm.